In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody, we have such an exciting week here on the Her Insight Togi Net Network. Have you seen the lineup of American Idol contestants that we have for you? Because, wow, what a week. Make sure to check it out on toginet.com. You know what? You can send in your questions and call into the shows. We have trivia. We have prizes and we just have a lot of fun so i hope that you'll join in with us because um you just make it more fun so i watch american idol i watch it every week and i really look forward to it and i've been doing that for years and you know hey you're talking to somebody who opened up a coffee house here in my town just because I wanted to give a home to local musicians and artists who needed an outlet. And wow, did it turn into far beyond that, because we had musicians traveling from all over the world putting us on their open mic tour and, and their music tour and performing at the coffee house. It was such an amazing piece of my experience with owning a coffee house. Now, I no longer own that, so Idol gives me a way to stay in tune with what young artists are doing and where they're headed. And I've always wondered, you know, I see these young people up there and what they must be going through, but I know that they run on adrenaline. And, I mean, they've got to run on adrenaline. But once the contestant gets through the initial shock of being passed through to Hollywood, you know, how much does their frame of mind contribute to their success? You know, what mindset must these young talented artists maintain to make it all the way through to Hollywood and continue towards such fabulous careers and what keeps them motivated and what keeps them moving forward that's what I'm really looking forward to hearing about today so we I think have a thing or two to learn from them and mostly you know about believing in their in our missions and our gifts and our dreams and that's what the million dollar mindset is all about so we have two past idol contestants with us here today I believe from season five and season eight and they're both so talented I can't even stand it I'm so excited we're going to hear a snippet of music now from our very, very first um, contestant, and that's Anne-Marie Boscovich. And this music, this snip, is called 
everything is beautiful. Eric, do we have that? To choose it's always the bigger things in life. I seem to choose you. You can say what you want, believe what you will believe. Yeah, but I'll take what I want and see what I need to see. Oh, how beautiful is that? Welcome to the show, Anne-Marie Boscovich. Hey, Marla. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I'm in New York City right now, and I love it here. Oh, I bet you do. You know what? I You're just touring all over the place, and I think that's fabulous. I remember your um, performance when you were trying out to go to Hollywood, and it's so funny because... When Louise arranged this, thank you, shout out to Louise for arranging all of you guys being on these shows. She's put so much work into it. But when she arranged it, she told me that you were going to be one of my idols. I was so excited. And I went back and I actually found that little snippet. And, you know, the judges were so enamored of you, but they felt like something was missing. And, you know, I think you made idol history because you were actually given a second shot at your tryout. But first, you had to go recreate yourself, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> what in the heck was going through your mind when you had to do all that? Oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, it was so overwhelming and so unnerving because year-round, all these kids were crying, freaking out, throwing up, you know, families coming in. It was just really unnerving. And, um, and... <laughs> when they asked me to go out and I think it was kind of like search for my inner star kind of a thing. I just, it was just sort of like, are you kidding? I mean, just as, just as you jump through a hoop of fire, it's like, okay, now land in a backflip. You know, it's like, okay, wait, you can't keep doing this to me. It was just like torture. Um, but then again, I knew that they kind of, you know, it was for entertainment purposes and I could see that they were getting all excited and creating this little story behind me. And it's, you know, it's entertainment TV. So I kind of went along with it kind of knowing what was going on, but it was definitely stressful. Oh, I bet it was. And so when, when you were out there, I mean, what, they showed a snippet of you. All we know is what we see. And, you know, obviously there's a lot more to it, but they showed a piece um, where you're in the parking lot and you found a makeup artist or something and uh-huh. said, you know, do me over here. You know, were you feeling <laughs> frustrated or, or were you feeling really excited that you had this second chance? I was kind of honestly laughing. I just kind of knew it was like, it was what it was. And yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty natural person to begin with. Like, I don't wear tons of makeup. Um, yeah. And especially going into the audition, you know, it's like, if you go into, what, if you go into audition and you're deaf to the nines and you have your makeup professionally done, it's like, you know, where do you have to go from there? So I kind of came in just being myself. And, um, and uh, you know, it just so happened there was a makeup artist in the in the driveway and she said hey you want me to do your makeup and it was like she offered and I was like uh sure <laughs> so um anyways yeah she put my makeup on and went back in with full makeup mm. wow yeah and you got to sing again so tell us a little bit about the beginning I mean I saw a snippet I I think it was on your MySpace page where you said you don't have a choice. You were born with music in your soul. You never chose this profession. It chose me. When did all of that start? 
You know, honestly, it's one of those things where I've always sung. I mean, ever since I can remember, my mom said that I used to sing before I talked, actually, which, you know, crazy to believe. I'm like, okay, mom, I might need some footage to believe that one. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I just kind of, I always knew that's what I wanted to do, and I really always worked really hard at it. And so that eventually I kind of started, um, you know, making money at it, and that was like, well, wait a second, you can make money doing what you love? You know, it's kind of like mind-blowing to me. But, um, you know, it doesn't feel like work, honestly, because it's just, I love what I do, and I, I kind of, I'll work, you know, into the night until the next morning. If I have to on something, I'm kind of, I'm sort of delusionally ambitious at times where, like, I just, that's, it's just always been everything I've ever wanted and, and cared about and just my dying passion and dream. So, tell me, have you ever heard of the law of attraction? Of course. Yeah, I love The Secret. I mean, I, uh-huh. I I just did some yoga. I mean, I practice that kind of stuff daily. I think that's very important. Yeah, it is. And so um, I'm, a, I'm a life coach, and, and one of the things that I help try to help my clients understand is that when you achieve a knowing and a 100% absolute faith in a desired outcome, that uh-huh. that's when it comes to you. Is that is that where you find yourself like, okay, this music is my my heart and soul. This is just what I'll be doing all my life, and I just know it. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. And, you know, I think that um, obviously in the music business, you experience a lot of ups and downs. It's, it's not stable by any means. Um, even when, you, you know, you are doing really well, it's like there's something else that you have to juggle. It's just it's difficult. I mean, I think any... In today's world, it's a tough, it's a really tough competitive world to live in. Um, however, I think that um, music for me, I mean, absolutely. It's like, I was just talking to a friend recently, and I was kind of having a bad week, and I was like, this didn't go through, and this didn't go through, and this didn't go through, and which, you know, oftentimes usually leads to something better anyways. Um, but she said, you know, Amory, you, you're like one of the most talented people I know, and she's very nice, kind friends. <laughs> Actually, going to see her tonight. I said, you know, would you be happy doing anything else? And it was like, oh my gosh, absolutely no. You know, it's like I complain sometimes because things don't go the way I want. But the truth is, I would never be happy doing anything else. Mm, yeah. And so, do you have a vision of where you see you and your music going over the next, let's say, three to five years? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I um, I moved to Nashville about four years ago, and um, I moved there because I, I always loved country music, and I um, I really wanted to get heavily into songwriting and become a better songwriter. That was really important to me. I, I play guitar and, as well, and, you know, when I moved to Nashville, I really couldn't play very well, but now I'm, like, accompanying myself, and I just, I've grown so much, at, not only as a singer, but as a musician, which is really important to me. You know, I kind of I've always wanted to be a real musician, songwriter, and kind of just get, I don't know, have a deeper understanding of, of mm-hmm. lyric, melody, and what music's all about. And um, So I think in the next couple of years, I'd like to see myself really kind of finding the right team of people around me, which I've, I've started to do, um, thankfully, and I've really attracted some amazing people that I'm working with, and um, I'd like to put out a record, and I'd like to be touring, and um, just kind of doing what I love every day, you know, like traveling and singing and being on the road and um, putting out records and just kind of 
building, you know, a career at this. I really, I want to be doing this forever. I mean, I want to be putting out records like Sheryl Crow if I could. I mean, that would be the ultimate, ultimate um, sort of yeah. dream um, for me would be to do that into my 40s, you know, to still be doing that. Oh, that does sound beautiful. Oh. Cheryl Crow, yes, I could see where you would aspire to that, and I know that you certainly have the talent to to achieve that. You're, you're well, always, I don't know. <laughs> Those are big oh things to tell. You know, someone that I would like to emulate. Well, you know what? You are so on the road, though. I mean, you really are. And um, Thank you. I, we're going to go into break, Anne-Marie. We'll be back in just a moment. Okay. Thanks, Marla. Uh-huh. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. That is just, you have the voice of an angel. Oh, thanks, Marla. (laughs) You truly do. And girl, you know, you say that you would like to emulate Cheryl Crow. And as a life coach, I'm telling you, you are so there. And, you know, 
if you can just put into practice what you've been putting into practice and just envision being in, in front of that type of audience and creating those kinds of, of tunes and writing for the people that you dream of writing for, you've already done such amazing things with just, uh, you know, your mindset. You can keep doing it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, tell us about Letters to God. Oh, gosh, Letters to God is um, a really beautiful, independent film based on the true story of an eight-year-old boy who was actually from Nashville, and um, he battled brain cancer with with strength and courage and just really kind of wise beyond his years. And and in doing that, he touched the lives of the people around him who were finding these letters, um, one of which being the postman who was actually an an alcoholic. And... um, you know, was getting these letters that this young boy was writing to God, kind of going, well, what am I supposed to do with these? <laughs> and so uh, he was opening them and reading them and kind of went, like, just sort of awestruck by really how much courage and um, and love this, this kid had inside his heart and how strong he was, you know, especially being dealt circumstances that, that he was in. And so and so I sang a song called Everything is Beautiful um, that a couple people who were working on the film actually found on a cancer website, and they had no idea who I was. They, they heard this song, and they fell in love with it and contacted me and, you know, asked if they could put it in the film, and I was like, uh, absolutely, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, yeah, they ended up putting it in the film, and it's been really exciting. So is that released yet? Actually, it was just released in a 1,000 theaters across the U.S., and um, I think it actually just left theaters, and it's going to go to DVD sales now. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to make sure and get that. And and that song is just breathtaking. Oh. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. You know, Anne-Marie, we have Stevie Scott here with us, and we're going to bring her on in a moment and all of us chat Great. together because I just thought it would be fun. Um, Stevie, if I recall, was in season eight in another beautiful voice like an angel. I remember when Stevie left Idol thinking, hey, what, what just happened? She shouldn't, she shouldn't be leaving. (laughs) Yeah. But it sure didn't seem to matter because, you know, what she's doing one show after another and back in the recording studio as well, just as you are, um, Let's see, we have a clip of music from Stevie as well. Eric, can we go ahead and put that on? There are no rules to the game. You can fall right in and out again and never know. Marla, that is beautiful. Stevie Scott, are you with us? I am here, Marla. Hey, Stevie. Thanks for being here today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And we still have Anne-Marie Boscovich um, with us. Season five, right? Season five, right, Anne-Marie? No, I was I was last year, which whatever oh, season that is. I think it's eight. I don't know. Season eight. I I had it I'm season five. I think you got it. That's right, though. You you had the right numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. did. I just had them backwards. Oh, I, I lost on track that, of the seasons. On that season, you know that one. 
That's, that's actually There's so many it's hard to keep track of now. <laughs> I know, know right? many to remember now, right? <laughs> that's actually one of our trivia questions for today. Um, how long has Idol been on the air? How many episodes have there been? And uh, what is it? Ten? I don't even know the answer. Is it 10 now? I don't know. It's in here so I think this is season 10, right? Or no, season 9? I think. I think I'm, I'm really 10? embarrassed, but I don't know this. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> huh? terrible. Okay, well, we're going to fail the trivia game. Obviously, we won't be winning any prizes. <laughs> well... <laughs> then neither of you gets the free iTunes download. I'm uh, sorry to say. Of my own music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Stevie, Stevie, we were talking in the first segment about mindset because this is the million dollar mindset, and yes. uh, we we talk about how having that positive mindset, having absolute faith in you know what it is that you want to do and how you want your life to look is such a huge part of achieving that success. And Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, you know, you are an idol and you made it um, you made it into the top twenty four, is that right? Yes, I was the in the top twelve girls. Oh, top 12, okay. Top 12 girls, no, you're right, top 24. Top 12 girls, top 24, right. And I think you left the show way too soon. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) So what, you know, when you left the show, what, how did you keep yourself motivated toward, you know, achieving your dream and, and coming as far as you have? You know, it's so interesting, Myla, experiencing... Um, the entire American Idol show, and, and just um, that in and of itself is is uh, an amazing experience. But coming home is, um, you know, back to normal life, and you're kind of trying to figure out how do I um, balance, you know, what I just went through, and how do I keep, keep moving forward with my dream. And I think you're so right. It is um, so much to do with your mindset. And, and I think, People who really uh, have a passion for what they're doing, for the music, aren't going to let a a TV show, um, you know, keep them from doing that, but instead use all of that momentum just to push you forward and and to continue on in what you've been working towards. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, I mean, come on, top 24, top 12 girls out of, what, 100,000-plus people auditioning? Oh my goodness! I can't even tell you the the whole auditioning experience was uh, really just kind of hilarious. You're seeing all these extremely talented kids um, going through the lines, and and it just seems like well, there's no way that I could ever get through if they didn't. And then you know you find yourself going through each each different phase, and um, and here we are. <laughs> And so what do you do today? What do you do today to keep that that vision going? And, um, well, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Anne-Marie a minute ago, and that was, um, where do you see yourself in three to five years? Well, the first part of what you said, what do you do to keep going? I really think it's um, a daily thing, you know, just to kind of recalibrate. And, and even outside of music, um, it's so important to know yourself, you know, in order to keep doing what you love to do. You really yeah. have to be grounded yeah. because, you know, this, this industry and the entertainment industry is just 
um, very up and down. And, and as you see with American Idol, uh, fame is fleeting. And I think that's so important yeah. to remember as, yes. just as a person and in, in your relationships and also in music is that um, that shouldn't be the thing you're working towards. You know, it should be out mm-hmm. of the the love of music and um, and just getting to share that with people. So I think mm-hmm. in all of that, that's what keeps me going. Um, yeah. Just knowing who I am and knowing what I love and, and the people I love and then just getting to share that music with um, yeah, all of my friends and fans. That um, is, that is, that's, that's faith. And Anne-Marie, I know that you need to get going. Um, and I want yeah, to I'm so sorry. You. Um, but I'm oh. so happy we got to speak today, and thank you so much for having me on the show. Okay, and you know what? I hope that we get to do it again someday because you're just fabulous, and I'm going to continue to oh, watch your cool. um, career grow. Thank <laughs> you. You're going to be on another show, I understand, this week on Her Insight. You're going to be on our Mommy Mentor Show uh, tomorrow, is that right? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow, uh-huh. Okay, so everybody make sure and tune in tomorrow at 11 on Mommy Mentor. Anne-Marie, we'll talk <laughs> again someday. Call me for that life coaching session, girl. <laughs> oh, you got it. I would love to, actually. I'm definitely very interested in that. Okay, we'll be in touch. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks, Marla. Bye-bye. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie, and you're so right, you know, knowing that music is part of your soul. I think that in a way... As, as often as we hear about struggling artists um, and how hard it is to actually make money doing yeah. what you love doing, I think <laughs> in some ways you guys have a leg up because you already know your passion and you know what's in your soul. And that's part of attracting your dream. Would you agree? Absolutely, Marla. Absolutely. I think every person has, you know, something driving you in your soul to toward toward some uh, particular purpose and um, so I'm just so thankful to have had the opportunities even you know through American Idol that was just such an amazing platform to mm-hmm. allow me to um, do what I love to do and continue doing it on on a larger spectrum mm-hmm. yeah and you are continuing to do it so tell us what you're up to today well today particularly I'm actually off to rehearsal after a after I um, speak with you, and we have a show tomorrow night at the Cat Club on Sunset Boulevard. So I've just been kind of playing in Hollywood, and um, and we're actually <laughs> going back in the studio in the next couple weeks. I am super excited about because it's not to love about that. <laughs> Tell us about that. What what will you be recording, or is it a big surprise? No, you know, I mean, um, over this last year, I kind of took a break and. Um, and I think just after coming off the show, I had I had a lot of helpful people, you know, and, and trying to help me reach my goals. And I kind of had to take some time away and figure out what it was that I wanted to do, you know, and mm-hmm. um, just being a musician as well and writing my own music and, and playing piano and guitar. I just wanted to take some time and write. So for the last year, I just kind of um, was a bit of a hermit, you could say. I didn't play many shows and just kind of wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And so now um, I have a lot of material, and we're just getting ready to go back in the studio and, and record some of that. Yeah, so All I'm just right. so we're excited. We're going to go into <laughs> break now and come back and hear more about that in a minute.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join Learning and Laughter with Louise every Wednesday at 9 Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on Toginet to discuss fun, fascinating, and educational topics. Each week, Louise will be talking with a variety of guests, ranging from authors, educators, parents, filmmakers, athletes, and entrepreneurs, just to name a few. You know, when it comes to learning, the sky is the limit. And so will the topics that are covered here on Learning and Laughter with Louise. Louise Sattler is a school psychologist who has worked within the fields of special education and bilingual education. She also owns a successful company, Signing Families that creates DVDs and special workshops to teach sign language and instructional products for people of all ages and needs. With new DVDs coming out soon, check her website for more information at signingfamilies.com. From time to time, Louise will be joined by her daughter, Natasha Sattler, who will give a college-age perspective to the show. So pour that morning cup of coffee and join us here on Toginet every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. You never know who will show up for Learning and Laughter with Louise on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life. I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. and I can control my life instead of my life controlling me. I can tell the world this is who I am and, and this is what I'm all about. Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, rebuilding, building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at three eastern two central on toginet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her inside network on toginet.com and now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And it's American Idol Week here on the Her Insight Network. We are so thrilled to have all of these amazingly talented people with us here on Her Insight and TogiNet. Our next show, our next uh, Idol guest is actually appearing today on Brilliant Essence at 6 o'clock Eastern Time tonight. And guest hosting is Louise Sattler, and our guest is Paris Bennett. So make sure and go ahead and log on and listen to that one or download on iTunes or the podcast right here from TogiNet because that's going to be a blast too. And we're talking with Stevie Scott, who going into break, you said you kind of turned into a hermit for the last year. Is that fun? (laughs) 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 And so in your in your bio it says um you like to do some baking, is that right? Oh my goodness, Marla. It's my my downfall. The only problem is is then I end up eating it, but <laughs> I love it. You know, I think it's so important to to have some other avenues to kind of when you're in the mood to be creative, but maybe I've already worked on music all day. You need something else to kind of free your mind and baking yeah. is my, my little <laughs> my little way to do that. Yeah, you really do. I love baking too. And um, 
We have a question, actually, from one of my fellow hosts, Margaret McSweeney from Kitchen Chat. She wants to know specifically what you love to bake the most. <laughs> okay, well, my specialty that all the men in my life seem to like the most is my chocolate chip banana bread. <laughs> Whoa! It's pretty tasty, and it's so comforting on a, on a cold day out, which actually today in Los Angeles, it's raining, surprisingly, in May. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. <laughs> oh, you know, I think we're having unusual weather altogether. We are in Chicago here, and I'll tell you what, it looks primed to snow. <laughs> oh, well, I better not be complaining then. It's probably only about 65 degrees here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you are just so darn cute. Oh, my goodness. So, so you are going back into the studio. You've got this great show coming up. And <laughs> what other shows do you have lined up? Anything? You know, yeah? as of right now, um, I play about twice a week um, around town and uh, just kind of little shows here and there, especially since I, I told you I just got finished writing all of uh, the whole slew of, of new songs kind of been out and testing those out before we go back into the studio to have them all polished and, and ready to record. So as soon as that's done, um, I think we'll have some bigger shows lined up and um, kind of hopefully a tour after that would be awesome. I would love to go out on the road for a bit. Okay, and so, you know, we know all the, well, we don't know, but I'm sure there are logistics behind you know, getting that arranged. You have an agent, you have somebody, you know, in your corner mm-hmm. helping you with that. What do you do in terms of your mindset, in terms of law of attraction kind of stuff to to see that coming into your life and to give it a better kind of a leg up? Is there? Do you have any kind of practice, meditation or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, definitely my faith is so important to me. And um, of course, I mean, that's something I think about a lot and hope for. I don't know if one can can force it to happen, but I think um, I think the most important thing in just seeing everything through is not letting fear get a hold of you. It's kind of sad. I see a lot of, of people, maybe after they get off the show or just fellow friends, um, fellow musicians, and I think they kind of get gripped by this fear that maybe maybe things won't happen for them, and, and that almost um, is very detrimental to them. So I think above everything else, you know, is kind of laying off that fear and really just enjoying what you do. And I think the more confident you are in, in, in what you're doing, people see that and they they like it. They want to be a part of it. And I think everyone wants that for themselves, too, is that um, assurance and confidence in, in who you are and what you are. And um, So, I mean... Really, I mean, it, it's so important to me to just kind of have a prayer time every day and, and, um, and just have time with my family, too, you know? Just staying yourself amidst everything else and the busyness of your career is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so you said something really, really key there is that if you let fear get hold of you, then, you know, it's really hard to manifest your desires and your dreams when you've got mm-hmm. fear knocking around in, in between the ears. Do you um, do you have anything that you do? Like, I mean, do you ever experience that? And if you do, how do you waylay it? How do you get it out of the way? You know, it's so funny because, I mean, I definitely, I think every artist is a little bit insecure. You know, we have our, oh, we have sure. our moments. Um, 
But I think when that does come my way, I just kind of have to remember, I can't baby my songs, you know. I can't be so afraid that people might not might not appreciate them the way that I do and then just kind of hold on to them. If you don't ever let them go and show them and sing them at your shows, you know, and let people hear them, like, they're never going to get to be heard. They'll, they'll just stay where you have them. And, and so definitely at shows, you know, it's still nerves, regardless of having been on Idol and, and sung in front of, 42 million people, which is just so crazy to me. Um, you know, it's like that was the scariest thing, but you still have nerves before things, and I think you just have to, um, I don't know, for me, I just have to remember that I'm right where I'm supposed to be, you know, and um, I can't let fear get in the way of that. And uh, so kind of hold on to that. Mm-hmm. I love that, and that is such, let's see, you're, if I remember right, you're 23, is is that right, Stevie? Yes, yes. Okay, that is just such um, sage and wise um, advice that, that you've just given. It's amazing for a 23-year-old, and, um, you know, you're saying that uh, you have to remember that you're right exactly where you're supposed to be is just beautiful as a life coach I use that line so often I remember mm-hmm. everything is perfect and it's happening just as it's in- intended to and will unfold in, in the way that's best for all and you at 23 already have that figured out girl <laughs> uh, I just have to remember to remember it <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and so I'd like to invite anybody out there listening, if you have a question for Stevie, please call us at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, call in and chat with Stevie because she's just a blast, we're having fun here. (laughs) So Stevie, I have um, some questions that came in from one of our listeners before the show via email. And um, that is this. She has, this is from Deb DeSandro at slightlyoff.com. I love Deb. She's a friend and very talented (laughs) speaker. She's so cool. And Deb has a really talented 13-year-old daughter. And her dream, the daughter's dream, is to try out for Idol when she's 16. And Mm -hmm. she's performed at some fests and at school talent shows. But she doesn't seem to want to get out there to look for more opportunities to practice those live performances. Is there anything a parent can do to, you know, really encourage a child to get out there and do that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Marlo. This, I'm so glad that parents are asking that because, honestly, I wouldn't be where I am today without uh, my parents. I'm so thankful for them. They really were just my biggest fans growing up and um, just always there for me, always believing in me. Um, you know, regardless of, of how I felt about things, I just, I knew that they were a safe place. And, um, I think 13 is a, you know, a trying age, a little shy maybe, and, and just kind of mm-hmm. trying to find your, find yourself anyways there. But, um, definitely as a parent, you know, maybe find some things that would be fun and appealing. I grew up um, singing in church and also singing, mm-hmm. uh, doing theater. And I just loved it. It was so much fun and it felt very oh. stress-free. And it was also such a great time to practice my, uh, yeah. my skills and my tools. Um, my parents also put me into uh, voice lessons, which was great practice. Okay. Because you're having to, you know, study. And then also you have recitals. And all of that is so key. I mean, those 
all those different experiences really helped me, especially once I was on Idol, because that's something mm-hmm. that is nerve-wracking, and, and you want to be, <laughs> you do want to be able to handle the pressure when you're yeah. on that show, so I was so, so Oh, go ahead. We've got Deb on the line, so if you don't mind, I'm going to ask Deb to go ahead and ask the second part of her question. Absolutely. Hey, Deb. Hi. If my dog would stop barking, that would be a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Thank you. I I heard I heard the the first part, and I think that um, I appreciate your your insights, and I, I just try to find a balance between encouraging her and and pushing her like do you think that a mom can push too hard and how do I how do I balance that oh that's such a good question um you know I do think it's important that the child expresses their desire to do it my parents never pushed me to do anything other than what I expressed that I wanted to do and they any time that I said even if it was a little bit, you know, like, I kind of want to audition for this show, they were 100% supportive then, but um, they never forced me into any circumstances that I didn't feel comfortable in. I think that as a young performer, um, she'll find herself facing these little challenges like auditions or um, maybe the opportunity to sing in, a, I don't know, a school play or a concert, and I think that that's important for her to make those decisions, um, especially at that age. It's just kind of those choices of if she could see herself doing it maybe in the long run. And usually I remember being at that age and, and being afraid to do those things, but also I knew that my desire outweighed my fears, and so I kind of just learned to overcome them in those moments. Um, so I just say continue. It sounds like you're doing an awesome job and just continue supporting her and encouraging her and, um, still, you know, leaving room for her to make those decisions as well. Okay, well, thanks. I think that helps when you you express that you had fear at 13, too. You know, you always get this impression when you see these, see all of you on, on television that you just had this, you know, straight line to, you know, didn't have any doubts and just wanted to do this all the time. And, you know, I wonder, you know, if if you express fear or doubt, mm. that mean it's really not for you, you know? You know, honestly, like, I can't tell you how many times, even while I was on the show and backstage and you're having these, um, you are having doubts and fears. And I, I think that's so normal for anyone, especially a young person. I mean, I was 19 when I was on the show, and um, even then, you know, it's, it's kind of scary and it's something very different. Um, so those fears, I think are very normal. And Here very- we go into a break against Stevie Depp. Stay on the line. We'll be back in a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. 
The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus, NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. My trust has been shaken. That is the angelic voice of Stevie Scott, American Idol contestant. And Stevie is here giving some very sage advice to to mom, Deb DeSandro, who has a lovely and talented 13-year-old daughter who hopes to be on Idol in a few years. Hey, Deb and Stevie, welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) So, Deb, did you get some good advice? Absolutely. It was very helpful. I... I appreciate that, and to know that that, that uh, fear and doubt is all part of it, and I'm just going to keep encouraging her and, and also just being careful that, you know, like you said, when, it, when she suggests it and uh, wait for that moment and, and then encourage her as best I can. That sounds so great, Deb. Best of luck to you and your daughter. Well, thank you to you, too. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for calling, Deb. Bye. Bye. And Stevie, um, you are scheduled to be on Random Random and Unscripted on Friday and Dara on radio on Friday as well. And we happen to have Dara with us with another question for you. Hey, Dara, how you doing? Hey, guys, how you doing? Yeah, we're having a blast. (laughs) It sounds like it. I was listening in like, I have to call. I know Stevie is supposed to be on my show on Friday, but her sister is graduating, which is very exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I figured I'd get my question in now. How are you, Stevie? I'm so good. Good to see you or talk to you. <laughs> I know, I'm much shorter in real life than I am on the phone. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw her, so. Oh, there you go. So here's my question. Um, my student recital is actually Saturday, the day after I have my American Idol fun show. So what advice would you give to my students performing at their recital? Huh, and this is... Um, a vocal recital? It's vocal, piano, and violin. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> um, wow. Well, to each of those uh, students, I would say, um, just in the position that they're in, practice is so key. Um, and I'm sure they, they uh, realize that with the recital coming up, you know, and having to perform in front of people. But um, that is just preparation is, is huge uh, for me in my career. Um, just being ready for that moment because you never know when that moment's going to happen. I didn't know that um, American Idol was going to happen for me. You know, I, I actually decided on a whim the day before after being very pressured by a lot of my family friends, like, go, go, you have to audition. And um, so it wasn't like I had been working up to this audition for months, but I had been working up to my dreams and my goals for years. And um, so I was ready in that moment when it, the time came, and so I would just definitely urge them to continue on in, in studying and practicing and, and preparing. 
Awesome. Yeah, actually, you said something so key. I, I didn't make up this quote, but I always use it. It's chance favors the prepared mind. Where mm, people yes. who seem luckier, they're not really luckier. They're just ready when the luck comes their way. It's, and I you think, know, exactly. That's so true. And I think you definitely were prepared for what everything was in store for you. It's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> very fun. I'm very thankful. Awesome, awesome. And actually, I actually have to go to work now. Time to go teach lessons, but I just wanted to check in, and I will pass that along on Saturday. Please do, please do. Best of luck to all of your students at their, at their recital. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of your show, guys. Good luck, Dara. Have a Thank good one. you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. How fun is that, all those students? Oh, how cute. <laughs> how cute. So tell us, we're going to go back to American Idol for just a minute. Do you have a favorite a favorite memory that you'd like to share? Oh, my goodness. Ah! Um, <laughs> or how about an unfavorite memory? No, no, no. There's lots of favorite memories. I think probably um, probably one of my favorite memories is after we had been doing rehearsal, um, Kelly Pickler and I uh, were just back at our, our hotel and just tired from the days, we had TV on, and we had bought this giant box of Hershey's, Hershey bars, like a huge box. Like, there must have been, like, 30 Hershey bars in there. <laughs> and I just remember laying on the bed, and we were just laughing and giggling and eating Hershey's bars and watching TV, and um, just little moments like that are pretty pretty fun to look back on. <laughs> How fun. Now, do you stay in touch with her? You know, we had for a while, and then um, I haven't, she's in Nashville a lot, so, mm-hmm. and I'm in Los Angeles, so we haven't really uh, gotten together in a while, but I hope to in the near future. She's just a funny, funny girl, and so talented, and mm-hmm. obviously doing amazing things with her career. Well, maybe she and Anne Marie are hooking up, because that's where Anne Marie is, too, so. <laughs> oh, interesting, funny. I wonder if they do run into each other. <laughs> beautiful so aside from baking was it chocolate chip banana bread is that right (laughs) and playing your music and you know taking that time out with family and your your special time with prayer and meditation through the day is there anything that we have to know about you. <laughs> oh, hmm. <laughs> well, that's a good question. Actually, I just got a Wii, which I had never played before. I don't oh. know. If, have you played these? A Wii? I have. I have. Oh, my goodness. Bet. And so that, I have a favorite game on that, just dance. And it's like, it's hilarious. I'm sure I look really hilarious, too, if anyone was to watch me. Um, but <laughs> well, I'm I'll sure we'll be seeing that on your MySpace page, right? <laughs> yeah, I won't be posting any videos anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> How fun is that? How fun is that? So, Stevie, when when kids out there who who really are looking for the break, the big break, you know, aside from American Idol, what? What else do you encourage them to do? Um, well, like I was telling that mom, Deb, earlier, um, for me, it was just so awesome to um, have a theater to go to and, and to perform in. And, and the more you do that, the more comfortable you are. And, and so I started that when I was about 10 years old. And um, I did 
full adult production, so I was one of the only children in it, but it really took you up to another level, you know, and, and performing three times a week is a lot more than most kids do um, in anywhere in, in America. So I would just so encourage um, parents to get their kids in a, a venue where they can perform, whether it's theater or church or school. Um, those are all just such positive, sweet memories that I have, and I learned so much in that time. And um, that's really where a lot of my my love for performing developed. Um, so that would just be so key. Mm, yeah, getting out there and actually doing it because that's, um, I mean, I think, again, going back to attraction power and law of attraction, you know, stepping into the role is so important because then you can feel like the dream is real in the minute. And yeah, absolutely. And I think you know when your child has a desire for that. I know my parents have home videos of me from the age of one singing little songs to them, and I would sing to them all day long. And when you see that your child, you know, is attracted to that, desires that, or just has a love for it, nurture mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and yeah. do as much as you can to let that blossom. So did your parents, was there a concern? I mean, were they pushing you for a backup plan? You know, it's so funny. My parents actually were in a rock band. Um, just a small local one up in Northern California. So they, I have three other siblings. I'm the oldest of four. And we were basically the little roadies carrying my, my dad's drums into the venues, my mom's sang. And so I had that oh. uh, amazing experience and surrounding as I was growing up. And I think, um, I think a parent can see if a child has dedication and passion for it. You know, if they're mm-hmm. willing to go through the work, the hard part, in order to reach the success and enjoy that that um, actual performing part, I think, I don't know, my parents never seemed to, you know, tell me I had to have a backup plan. They really saw that I wanted to do this and I'd work towards it. And um, so I was just really fortunate in that sense, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were, to have their support and not, you know, a parent saying, well, you can't make any money in music. And Yeah, the funny thing is, is I was such a nerd in school. I love school and I love, um, I'm just really nerdy like that. So <laughs> I, I was hard tempted to maybe go and, and I was in college actually um, at, at a university when, when I got through on Idol. And so um, that was, I definitely was studying and, and kind of trying to figure out what I might want to do if, if music didn't go through, which is kind of opposite of what my parents, they always were just encouraging me, encouraging me yeah. to do music and stick to that. So so thankful so, that that all went through well. <laughs> yeah. And so, so what were your thoughts? What do you think you would be doing if you weren't singing professionally? Uh, I know my mom always had this joke. She said, why can't you just be a rocket scientist? She said, it's so much easier. They go to school and they get a job and they're a rocket scientist. She's like, singers, you've got to, you just, it's so up and down and I'm sure and you never know and you can't, even if you go to school, that doesn't mean that you're going to be a singer. <laughs> but, um, uh, wise words from my mother. <laughs> However, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I love planning events and um, I probably would be like, if I didn't have music, 
that would be my go-to plan would be an event coordinator. That'd be really fun. So instead, I just use that and plan my shows now. And oh, <laughs> I can do both go. once. <laughs> so, so you've got the best of both worlds going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that is fun. I spent some years as an event coordinator, and it is fun. It's, uh, yeah. So there's it's a lot of hard work, though. It's a little stressful. Yeah, it is a little stressful. <laughs> How fun. Well, you just have such a delightful outlook, and you really seem to know where you're going and where you've been. And My goodness, how does somebody of 23 get so wise, girl? Oh, my goodness. No, you're too kind. Thank you so much. I'm really just fortunate by the people I've been surrounded by in life. And I'm just so thankful to God for all of them. And um, so thank you, Marla, so much for having me on. This was a blast. It has just been so much fun. And you've got, um, let's see, are you showing, you're going to be on one more show this week with here, is with us here. Is that right? Yes, yes. I think it's on Friday. Friday, and so we'll be looking forward to that. That is going to be a lot of fun, too. And uh, we thank you, Stevie Scott. So where can we find you? If we want to find your tunes and, and learn more about you, where would people go to do that? Um, well, please, please check out uh, my, my website, steviescott.com, and um, we'll always have updates on there. And as soon as we get out of the studio, we'll have new music up. Um, and I would just love to share that with everyone. So please do check that out, www.com. Oh, that's beautiful. And I wish you all the luck with that. You have just a, such an amazing gift and such an amazing outlook. And, um, you know, there is, as a parent, I can say there is no greater gift in the world than to be proud of your child and to see them happy. And so I know that you are paying back everything <laughs> to your oh. parents just by being you. <laughs> so, Stevie Scott, thank you so much. We'll see you here again Friday on TogiNet, and we look forward to that. You Thanks, have Marla. a wonderful day. You too. And thank you. And don't forget, everybody, we've got Sanity Hour coming up at 8 o'clock tonight with Carol McIntyre, the mom of Scott McIntyre, and she just has an amazing story. So please do tune in with uh, with us then. And uh, also at 6 o'clock, we've got Paris Bennett on Brilliant Essence, and Louise Sattler is guest hosting that show. Thanks for being with us on The Million Dollar Mindset, everybody. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on the Her Insight Network on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just